Welcome to So You Want to Be a Witch, the podcast for soul-centered entrepreneurs and the people who love them. Welcome back to So You Want to Be a Witch. I am your host, Sarah M. Chapel, and we're going to talk today about the main areas that you need to focus on when you are starting and growing your business. One of the questions I get all the time is, hey, Sarah, I'm just starting my business and I don't know where to begin. Help! Which isn't really a question. It's more of a statement. (laughs) And even if you've had your business for a while, chances are you still run into that unsure of where to focus, finding yourself doing a whole lot of nothing or a whole lot of busy work that doesn't actually lead to results. This is really normal. And it has a couple root causes we're going to get to today before we clarify what you should be focusing on in your business. But first up, I just want to talk about inertia. Over in my year-long mentorship program with Ren Zatapec, Craft Your Biz, we've been talking about inertia for the month of August. Inertia is essentially our spiritual term that we use in that program for procrastination, or that is one manifestation of it. It's that inability to kind of get over the hump, to get into action. In physics, we we talk about the idea of momentum, right? And there's a law that an object at rest tends to stay at rest, right? Where an object in motion tends to stay at motion. Inertia is when we get stuck staying in rest. So if you have had that experience, You might be struggling with figuring out what that next step is for your business or how to even begin. So we need to learn how to overcome procrastination, how to overcome this inertia or this this busy work, which really is a form of procrastination and inertia. We are in motion, yes, but still stuck in one place. And the primary way to do that is through clarity. So I want to know if this sounds like you. First of all, You are starting your business and you are putting together so many amazing offers, products, services, programs. You have something for everyone. You have so many cool modalities, tools, and skills that you are so excited to share. And maybe your website looks like that. It's like across the banner on the top where you have your your menu. There's like six or seven different things. Reiki, tarot, crafts, counseling, whatever. Like It's just like all these different ways people can work with you. Are you exhausted? Because I'm exhausted just thinking about that. What is so interesting and so important to note about spiritual entrepreneurs is that we are driven by inner passion. We are driven by our soul's work, by our desire to create change in the world. And as a result, we tend to be overly attached emotionally to the skills and gifts that we have. We do that because it's part of who we are, right? We have these skills and gifts in order to help people And we want to make sure that we are sharing them. And so everyone we know can be supported. Everyone we know can benefit from our work. But there's a problem with this. The more that we talk about all the different cool things that we can do to help people, the less clear it is. The more muddied it is. The more overwhelming it is. Which puts both you and your potential customer into inertia into the inability to make a decision and create change. More is not always better, and I see this on the other side too. How many social media platforms are you using? How many programs are you buying? How many people are you listening to for advice? At the risk of cutting myself off, if you're like, oh, fuck Sarah, I don't want to listen to her. The more input you have, 
The more output you have, the more your energy is spread around to different areas, the more you will fall into procrastination, the more you will fall into inertia. Being spread thin, right? We have that great saying, is not a recipe for success. Having more offers, more social media accounts, more free content, and a Patreon, and a podcast, and a blog, and a... It's overwhelming. Putting more on your business actually gets in the way of you achieving results. So if you're listening to this and you're like, that sounds like me at any stage of business, but especially those of you who are starting out and maybe you don't even have these things yet, but you think you need them. You're like, I'm listening to five business podcast episodes every week and I have purchased this course or I've checked out this book and this person says to use Pinterest and this person says I need a blog and this person says I need a podcast. So I'm going to do all of those things and I'm going to make sure I have an offer at every single price point to help every possible person. I can almost guarantee it's a pretty safe bet based on my experience and what I've seen with my clients and customers that you will not take action on your business. And if you do, that you will not have the sales that you want. So what is this primary thing that you need to focus on when you are starting and growing your business? Clarity. We want to be clear, defined, and I'm going to say it, limited in our offers and actions. I heard some part palpitations starting. I know, I know. Ugh, limitations, I hate those. I didn't get into business to be limited. <laughs> you are not limited. But you can only do so much. A lot of the people that you admire who have all of these bells and whistles and are active on every social platform and have all this free content, I'm going to tell you a secret. They have teams. They have massive teams of full-time employees and contractors who do that work for them. You, if you're listening to this show, are most likely a very small business owner. It's probably you, maybe an assistant or a virtual assistant, maybe one employee. You need clarity. So what does this start to look like? First of all, it's getting clear on what your job actually is. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, but I'm going to say it again. Unless you are an influencer, and some of you are, I want to be clear, I, I kind of made an assumption on our last episode where we were talking about this. And I know some of you do make money from, from doing like product sponsorships on Instagram, for example, right? Some of you have that as a part of your business model. That's awesome. But most of you are running businesses that are based on services or products that you sell. If this is your model, then there are three primary things that you need to do. And before you even start there, I'm going to remind you, creating content, posting on social media, emailing your mailing list even, is actually not your job. That is not when you get paid. Creating content is not what pays you. Posting on Instagram stories or figuring out Instagram reels, whatever, I'm sure I'll be using it in three days, but today I'm going to make fun of it. Figuring out TikTok is not your job. I want you to say, let that sink in. It's not your job. In the, in the free training we do for the Holistic Business Academy, which we will be reopening live in September, so stay tuned for that. I'm so excited. 
it'll be kind of our year our year celebration of HBA, and we're going to open it up live to the public for the first time in a while. In that training, we do some math of how much time people spend on different social media platforms. It's a lot of time. And what would be possible if you actually got clarity and cut back on that time? And it's powerful to see because a lot of times when we start our own businesses, we don't even track how we're spending our time. We have no idea what our hour, actual hourly like wage is because we just look at, oh, I sold a package for this much or somebody bought a reading with me for $100. I made $100. But how many hours did you spend dicking around on your website in order to make that $100? If you do the math, it's probably going to make you sad. So um, <laughs> just a heads up there, maybe do it on a good day. My actually hourly rate like what I get paid in my business. Oh, I did the math the other day. It's a lot lower than you would think. I don't remember right now. I'm sorry. I'm not going to pull out my calculator in the middle of recording this to do it. But in terms of like my salary, <laughs> it's not what I get paid for a service or a product, right? So how do we get this clarity? You have three main jobs as a business owner, especially at this small business level, right? Where maybe you don't have a team or you have a handful of folks who are supporting you part-time. You have three main jobs. The first is to find people. <laughs> I was like, building our audience, right? That's like the marketing thing. Build your audience. <laughs> yeah, you need to find people to sell to. This is kind of like business 101. You need customers. So the first part of your job is finding people. And this is a place where folks get stuck because they think that in order to find people, they need to be on every platform, posting every day, um, creating free content all the time. And I want to ask, how is that working for you? Is your free content actually driving sales? This is something we go deeper into inside the Holistic Business Academy, but not all free content is created equally. And there's content that actually gets people to be ready to buy while still providing a lot of value to your entire community. And there's content that people just consume and say thanks and go on their merry way and never invest with you. It's totally cool to just make educational content, but if you want to run a business, we need to make educational content that actually sells. So we want to find those people. And the trick, if you will, to not being overwhelmed and being in every single, <sighs> doing all the things, <laughs> Doing all the things is doing nothing, by the way. <laughs> doing all the things, again, is another form of procrastination. We need to know who you're trying to reach. And people who are starting out in their businesses have a tendency to just want to reach anyone. As if followers or, or likes meant that they were having a business, and, and it doesn't. Until they buy, those people are not customers. Until they buy, you don't get paid, right? If you're a small business, you don't get paid based off of audience size. You get paid when, you, when someone buys something. We need to know who you're trying to reach. Who will most benefit from your work? And before you say, anyone can benefit from my work. Sure. But if you try to talk to everyone, no one is going to relate to you. No one is going to feel seen and heard and appreciated by you and understood. So I want you to start to think about not only who will benefit from your work, but who do you want to work with? Who are your favorite people to support? Who are your favorite people to help? And where are they on the internet? Where are they hanging out? Maybe not so much IRL right now, but where are they? 
when we do things like ideal customer avatar work, right, figuring out who your dream customer is, it's not like just for fun. It's not supposed to be busy work that you spend like a year on. It's supposed to help you do exactly this, figuring out how to do this step one of finding people. Because you can't find people if you don't know who you're looking for. So step one, find people. Find the right people, the people you want to help, the people that you would love to help change their lives. Step two, you have to sell them something. (laughs) That's actually a huge part of your job as a small business owner is sales. I know it can feel icky. I know it can feel gross. We've had some great episodes talking about selling from a place of service that we can link up in the show notes. Sales ultimately is helping people to make a decision about whether or not they want to prioritize the transformation that you help them to achieve. Helping people to make a decision is a huge gift. And it is a primary part of your job. You have to sell them the thing. You have to let them know that they can buy from you. (laughs) I tell folks in HBA all the time, all of you should be promoting your work probably three times as much as you are. (laughs) People have to know that you are available for work in order for them to invest in it. They need to know that you're selling something. If you look at your Instagram page or you look at your Facebook or you look at your newsletter and there's nothing that would let someone know that you have a business, you have a major problem. It should be extremely clear that you are selling something. Extremely clear. This also helps with one of the things that I hear kind of when we step from the step one, finding people, audience building, to step two, selling, is that folks are afraid of bothering people. If you are clear about the fact that you are a business, that you are here to sell things, then the people who are engaging with you can do so with clear consent because they know you're a business. Trying to act like you're not selling them something is actually more deceitful than just selling them something. Let people know I am a business. If you follow me, I will be selling to you. We can also build relationship. I will also create awesome free shit for you. But I am a business. Be upfront about it. Be clear. Your job is to sell shit. And that leads us to step three. After you've sold them shit, give it to them. (laughs) Do the thing. (laughs) Deliver. That's the part you probably are most excited about, right? You just want to do your work. But the problem is we don't get to step three without steps one and two first. So that's it. Those are the three primary things that you need to do to grow your business. And with that kind of clarity, every single task that you do in your business, I want you to ask yourself, Does it fit into step one, step two, or step three? Does it fit into finding people, selling to them, and giving them what they sold? And if it doesn't, chances are it is a waste of your time. I will put a caveat in here. You know, I'm always in nuance land. There are things that you need to do that are not directly related to those three tasks. Primarily things that are like legally based, (laughs) right? Operations in your business. Things like making sure you're paying your taxes or that you have your business legally set up. Yes, but those things are also related to your ability to do step two and step three to sell and deliver. So I'll venture we can roll them up into that. So I want to ask you, and if if you're driving, you know, don't do this right now, but if you're at home, maybe pause this for a second in just a moment and ask yourself, 
can you fit the tasks that you're doing, the activities that you're doing in one of those three areas? And I don't mean fitting them in by like doing a lot of like massaging. Like, oh, well, I changed the font size on the menu on my website, which is really about attracting customers. So it's okay that I spent five days researching fonts. That's a little bit too much. Something on your website that I would say counts for this is like posting an offer so they can buy it, right? (laughs) That falls in here. Updating your website so that somebody can buy something from you, that counts. Messing around with your fonts, not so much. Can you fit it into these three categories? Because if you can't, that is where we are losing clarity of focus. That is where we are getting stuck in the procrastination overwhelm cycle. Because you're doing things that make you feel busy. They make you feel like you've accomplished something. But they haven't brought you new potential customers, sold to those customers, or delivered. That's it. Those are the only things that you need to do. So then, how is your business looking? And for those of you just starting out, how much more do you think you need to be doing? How much more have you added to your plate? Find people, sell them something, give it to them. That's it. Everything else is bells and whistles. Everything else is icing on the cake. It's like, how many more metaphors can I find today? When you allow yourself to be clear and specific, not only will you save time, like we talked about, but there's a, there's a secondary benefit, which really is a primary benefit. Your potential customers are also then clear and specific on what you do. Do your customers even know what you do? Could they say it in one sentence? One of the things that I always found kind of funny in spiritual wellness space is folks use this word, the work, right? My work. I've been trying to figure out if it comes from Byron Katie, because that would make sense to me. I haven't read that book, but I know that her book is called The Work. (laughs) But this idea that like we're doing our work. Oh, my work is this, right? I never heard people use that as a phrase until I got into the spiritual wellness space. And while I can understand what people are talking about in the sense that they're creating something or making something, and those of you who are artists maybe have, have similar language, right? My work is about this. But that word is vague. There's no clarity there. I'm going to challenge you. And this isn't because you have to be stuck in this forever. And it isn't because once you make this decision, you can never change your mind. (laughs) You will change your mind. 110%. You will change your mind. Come up with a sentence that describes what you do and how you help people. You've seen these online. Everyone's like, I help so-and-so do this thing. (laughs) Right? If you've ever followed a life coach, that's, that's what their Instagram profile says, right? That, that's what they're supposed to say. That's what they tell you in life coach school, I guess. Sure. But there's a reason it's useful because it's clear and it's specific. It defines the boundaries of your business. Do you want to hear mine? Here's one of mine. I have a couple for my different products, but for HBA, I help spiritual entrepreneurs attract 5K plus months so they can sustain themselves and give back to their community without working crazy hours or feeling like they're selling out. 
Now, I don't use that phrase in my marketing a lot. I use bits and pieces of it. But it helps me be really clear on who I'm helping and who I and how I help them, right? Are there folks in HBA who want to and are making more than 5K months? Yeah, it doesn't exclude them. Are there people who already have good time management skills and don't need to worry about working a shit ton of hours? Yeah, totally. But the core of that work is about helping spiritual entrepreneurs to make more money and to do it without losing their shit. What is the core of your work? And instead of just saying like, oh yeah, my work is, we want to frame it. Who are you helping? Remember, step one, who are you attracting? Who are your customers? Step two, what are you selling them? Step three, what is the result? What is the thing that you give them? If you can give yourself the gift of some clarity here, of choosing something to start to work with, anything, even knowing that you might change it next week, you might change it next month, it'll definitely change next year, I'm sure, you will be able to start to grow your business. Because until you know what you do, until you can communicate how you help people, all the content in the world, all the posting, all the learning, all of the free PDFs or whatever the fuck we're making these days, meditation, breathwork downloads, will not result in customers. All right. I hope this has been helpful for y'all. We actually covered a lot in this episode. So if you're feeling a little bit like, ooh, you can go back and listen again. (laughs) Don't worry. It's here for you. And I'm excited that we're going to be able to open up the Holistic Business Academy to y'all again soon. So you can go to my website if you want, sarahmchapel.com, or go over to holisticbusinessacademy.com. I guess you can go to either, look at that, and get on the wait list. And then we will let you know when we reopen the doors in September. Because here's the thing. All these steps, if it were easy to do it alone, you already would have. (laughs) I say that with love. You don't need to do business and loan. In fact, you probably can't. We can't always see ourselves clearly. There's a reason that I help statement is hard to come up with in a way that is specific enough to actually bring clarity to your business and your customers. Because you know all the awesome shit you can do and all the people you can help. And it's hard to narrow that down without some feedback and focus, which is why having community, having coaches, having support, whether that's in a paid program like mine or just having some friends who can really give you honest and clear feedback, is critical to growing a business. The idea that you're supposed to do it alone, that you're supposed to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, that is, that is a patriarchal capitalist lie. <laughs> when we come together in community and collaborate instead of compete, when we work together and are honest about the support that we need, that's when we're able to grow these businesses. So come on over to holisticbusinessacademy.com. We'll get you on the wait list and let you know when we are reopening the doors to this transformational community. And in the meantime, work on your three jobs. Just three things. Can you do just three things every day? I think so. I have great faith in you. All right. I will see you all next week. Bye for now. <laughs>